Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman here with the On Spock Sports Show, a special edition of Spock Sports Show. I'm going to be talking with Coach Pickens here in a little bit about their Beale City regional win and quarterfinal win. And I actually was mistaken on the air earlier. I got Josh Wheaton here with me from Sacred Heart. I thought you guys won your regional championship in your quarterfinal, but you guys are actually regional champions and you got your quarterfinal coming up this week. Josh, my man, how's it going? It's going good now. <laughs> yeah, when I got you on the phone, you said going a lot better than it was at 11.59. It says, what happened at 11? You said, first pitch was at noon. And you're one of those coaches, <laughs> I imagine, when things even just get started, you probably feel a little bit more at home with the game going on than before the game. Well, I, I do. And uh, anybody that's ever seen one of our games, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, most of the time during the game. And I basically never shut my mouth the whole time. But... Um, but no, today was a great day, man. Uh, we we had to to um, we had to beat St. Pat to get to the final, and we knew we could. Uh, we played them earlier this year, and they beat us ten nothing at our place um, in our invite. And uh, it was kind of a crappy day at the time when we played them. Back then, we we were in a pretty bad place in our season. You know, you have your ups and your downs, and they happened to catch us, and we were one of our downs. And, uh, and so it didn't work out real well for us, but we knew what they had. And, um, I don't know, I don't know if they, maybe they showed up thinking that things were going to be the same, but they, but they weren't, we battled the whole way through and we came up with uh, two really big hits. Uh, actually there were a few big hits in that game that really won it for us. And, um, it was pretty exciting stuff. So, yeah, I believe Hag. I believe Haggart told me that it was a home run from Twilliger and then another home run from the freshman Carson late, too. Is that what happened for those four runs? Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, Terwilliger hit the one that tied it at one in the third inning, and then uh, and then they tacked on a run and had a 2-1 lead till the bottom of the sixth. And then in the bottom of the sixth, Laura Gunner got on base, got on first base, and uh, – Anna hit a ball off the wall that scored her from first. That tied it. Then Anna's standing on second base, and Nia Carson just hits a missile. And uh, that puts it up 4-2, and Natalie goes and gets them 1-2-3 in the top of the seventh inning, and that was the game. And what does that say about this group of girls, the fact that you guys lost to this same team earlier this year? And they came back and battled back. Like I said, you had your seniors making some big plays, and then one of your young freshmen steps up with the the go-ahead home run. How does that make you feel as a coach to kind of see that that progress, I will say? Well, I mean, the truth is our freshmen, our freshman group have been a huge part of this. Huge. I mean, from from Maya Carson to Ellery Garver to Callie Smith. I mean, we've got a few uh, freshman reserves that – have helped us on the bases all year. I mean, we, this, this group is, um, that this group is, it, it's really exciting to know that they're going to be around for another three years, if you know what I mean. So yep. it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like the group of seniors now. I was going to make you were, do that comparison too. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that, that was going to be my no, next question. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's the same type of deal. You know, there's a good pitcher in the group. There's a really good outfielder in the group. There's a really good infielder in the group. There's a bunch of mashers in the group. I mean, it's just it's it's 
it's exciting. And I remember when the, the seniors now, Anna and Laura and Kelsey and Natalie and Emma and 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 uh, Macy, when those kids were were freshmen, we were as coaches, we were like, wow, this is going to be a lot of fun over the next few years, and it sure and it sure was. So, so it's it's we're not we're not done yet, but it's going to be really sad when when those six seniors are gone and um but at the same time you know it's exciting to know what's coming and what's there now and all that so yeah and taking home a regional championship in your senior year is something pretty good to feel about and now I wasn't there I don't know if she was on the mound the entire time but if Natalie Jones was on the mound for I'm looking at would be 15 innings and only gave up three runs or two runs pardon me she was probably your MVP of the day was she out there the whole time she was out there the whole time. She had wow. 23 strikeouts and gave up four hits all day. She was she was masterful. I mean, like it was the best pitching performance in one day that I had ever seen. I mean, it was it was really incredible. And the girl that she faced in the second game was just good. I mean, uh, it was the Westall girl from Breckenridge. She struck out 15 or 16 of our batters, and she was as good as we've ever seen her. And it was just a, it was a duel, man. It was a, it was a, it was two warriors going at it for eight innings, and and the first one to flinch was going to lose, and it just happened to be them. So yeah, but how'd you guys game. how'd you guys get that run in the eighth? Well, we had so uh, we we actually loaded the bases with nobody out. Once we got our, the first runner on first base, I knew we were going to win. I just felt it, and. Uh, and we ended up loading the bases with nobody out. And Kelsey McDonald's at the plate. She blooped one over the shortstop head. And the shortstop had to run away from the field to catch the ball. The ball hit the shortstop's glove. And the left fielder collided with it. And the ball popped out. And Kate Liscom, who we, we pinch ran for Emma Yonker, was on third. And Kate scored the winning run. So... Wow, that is awesome. Eight innings, and I guess you probably, as a coach, you don't even want to see it end that way with a couple of kids running into each other, but eight innings is except- No, I mean, I, I don't think anybody, there was no injury or anything like that. It was just kind of a freak deal, and um, and that's how it ended, so. Yep, and, and those are those moments. Both of those girls are going hard trying to make the play, and just, you know, that happens, yep. and you guys end up winning one to zero, moving on to the quarterfinal versus Onekamon. You and I caught up way early in the year, and so kind of for anybody who hasn't been able to catch up with you guys, maybe you've had, I don't think you've had a couple great articles from Jim Lottie as well. If somebody hasn't been able to read those, just kind of take a couple minutes to kind of go over what the season's been like. I said, you talked about that group of seniors. What's it been like? Well, we, I mean, we started out pretty good. We started out kind of hot. You know, we were playing well, and then we had that middle season lull where, you know, you know, there's a lot of orneriness and things like that for me. And, and, you know, we were just kind of in a bad place. And, you know, you talked about how we lost to St. Pat's early on in the season and then we ended up beating them today. You know, the same thing happened earlier with Beal. You know, we went, we went to Beal City and we got swept by them and we didn't play well at all. We booted the ball around. We didn't hit well, struck out a whole bunch of times. And then when we got the chance to see them again, we made sure that, um, that we were ready for it. You know, we've been telling the girls all year that we need to be playing our best softball in June, and we have done that, and, and that's where we're at right now. So, so I mean, it was just a, it was just, it was kind of a normal season in that it was, you know, you start out hot, 
there's a lull in the middle, and then you end up strong, you finish strong, and then you're playing your best ball in June, and that's kind of how it's been. If you were going to pick a MVP of the the regular season playoffs so far, you know, pick one or two. Who, who would you be going with? Oh well, I mean that's hard to do because we've had. That, that's the one thing about this team is that somebody different steps up every single game, and it's it, it's it's just impressive. It's incredible. Um, but at this point, you you know, I mean, I'd be I w- I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that Natalie Jones has been huge for us. Without her, um, I don't know where we'd be. I mean, she's just been a bulldog, you know, for for two weeks, and and I don't see that ending, to be honest with you. So, yeah, but you guys are taking on Onekama, one of those schools up there. You know, similar to I'll compare it to when you guys are making it far in boys basketball, and you end up playing that team from Northeastern Michigan. It's kind of you shrug your shoulders and say, I, I don't have any clue. They beat Lake Leelanau St. Mary's to get there, and I'm actually familiar with that area living up in Sutton's Bay for a while. Lake Leelanau St. Mary's got like 40 kids in their entire school, and so who who knows what you're going to get from Onekama. Do you know anything about them? Well, they're good. I mean, everybody that's left is good, you know. I know that they've got a really good pitcher, and uh, which, you know, we're going to have to take Monday and try to get ready for her. But, but, you know, we've seen a lot of really good pitchers this year. Um, You know, good pitching – um, is is great to have, uh, you know, until the person you're facing has good hitting, and we have good hitters, and um, and I think that you know we're 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 going to be up to the challenge. I mean, we'll be ready, you know, we'll be as ready as anybody to play it. So, we'll, we'll I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I do know they have a good pitcher, so we're kind of looking forward to the challenge. So, yeah, but when is first pitch on Tuesday? 430 Cadillac High School. 430 Cadillac High School. I said, I'm going to talk to Bob, maybe see if we can get up there for that. I'll let you know Monday after our uh, sales meeting if that's something that's going to be happening. Sacred Heart Onekama on Tuesday. Chance to go to the semifinals. That would be in East Lansing. Is that on Wednesday? Or no, actually, I'm not uh, looking at that. No, would be, that would be on Thursday. Pardon me. Pardon me. I'm misreading yep. that there. That's why I'm doing the radio, not a teacher like you. And so, you know, those those dates and stuff like that, those numbers. <laughs> right. Coach Wheaton, thanks so much for taking some time to chat with me, man, and good luck to you guys on Tuesday. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Another huge thank you to Coach Wheaton. Another big congratulations to those Sacred Heart girls winning that regional championship in quarterfinal action in Cadillac on Tuesday. Now let's get right into that interview, another phone conversation with Coach Pickens from Beale City talking about their Saturday. Chris Bachman here on Spock Sports Show, catching up with Coach Pickens once again after another Saturday, another long Saturday for both of us, but it was filled with lots of great things for the Beale City Aggies. 12-1 over Fowler, then 11-6 over Muskegon Catholic Central, and just a great day over at Midland Dow. I'll say it again, a little bit, little bit longer than expected. What did you take away from today, Coach? Just kind of open the floor to you. Well, you know, the boys played really well all day. You know, they hung right in there, you know, even with a little bit of controversy when Muskegon tied it up. So um, you got to be real happy for them and and um, shows the heart that the team has, you know, to, to come out with a victory. Yep, in that second game, 15-12, to 12, Muskegon Catholic Central over Dansville. Have your boys had to sit that long, say our game got done at 10 a.m. start, maybe around noon. That game started at 12.30, and they didn't get back on the field until around 4. Yeah, it, that's too bad because, you know, it's a nice sunny day, which was great. Not cold and rainy, but, uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot out of the team to set that long. And, you know, they were kind of fresh, even though they played a marathon game. Uh, acted like nobody wanted to win that game. And then uh, the, the ski didn't come out ahead, which I thought maybe Dansville had the better team. 
But uh, Muskegon, you know, they, they battled. Um, they, they play a tough league down there, and they come out ahead. So um, I think they both burned up all their pitching. Um, I give it a lot of credit to the, you know, the Muskegon boy that he's hung right in there being down 5 nothing. And then, you know, uh, Schmidt got a little bit tired, and I left him in there to kind of stretch him out a little bit. And, uh, you know, then they come back and won. So that's great. Yeah, Caden Smith pitching in that second game. Perfect through the first part of the lineup. And then the strike zone did get a little bit tighter, but let's talk about him in the first game versus Fowler. A three-run in-the-park home run. You're the baseball aficionado. Is that the correct term for that? Because that's the first time I've had to call something like that, Coach. Yeah, it's a home run. And it's three runs, so it was like a three-run homer. Yep. And whether it goes over the fence or whether you uh... – Scoot around the bases like he did. <laughs> it's a big park. Yeah, but he also had a two RBI double. Ended that game with five RBI, and also came out on the mound to three, get one out for you guys with bases loaded, two out, and then Wade Wilson took it the rest of the way after Brendan Martin got the start and the victory. That that kid just an incredible player as a sophomore, and I made the joke in the post game. He walked in the, I think it was the first inning, then he got thrown out at second base, and it was after that he just locked in at the plate. Well, you know, and that's the first time he's been thrown out. Um, and you know, he didn't get a real good jump. And, and the catcher, he was voted All-State last year. So it's not like we're, you know, not running against somebody with the quality. But uh, the guy tagged him kind of back in the in the legs when he went down. But he, they called him out, and, you know, he just – He's a ball player. He's getting better and better and better every day that he plays. And he was hitting 89 a couple times on the radar gun. That was one of the cool things about having the game there at uh, Dow Diamond was the radar gun and the difference in the pitching between you guys in Muskegon Catholic Central. He was out there going 79 down to 62, and their pitchers just weren't able to have that type of movement. When you've got him, you've got Wade Wilson. You can throw Connor Wilson, Josh Wilson, the Wilson trio, and then you've got Brendan Martin starting things out. Is this the deepest rotation that you've had as a coach since you've been doing the high school deal? Oh, yeah. I mean, these kids, uh, especially those top three, I mean, Wade was, you know, one of my number ones last year. And, uh, you know, he had a sore arm this year, and, and we were, had to work through that. Um, and then these other two guys stepping up. And, and Martin was very good last year as well. He was a, a second-team All-Stater. Uh, he was 9-0 and or 10-0 and last year and 9-0 and this year. Now he's 10-0. and um, The kid's phenomenal because, you know, he only, he only walked three guys this year. Um, and now Wade's getting into, into motion, and Schmitty has come along and you know hit that radar gun one time in 90, 90 mile an hour today. So, yeah, he, he really brings it. You know, he, he's, he uses his arm a lot, but uh, you know he's quality, very very high quality for a sophomore. Yeah, but this group of seniors that you got, talk talk a little bit about them. Well, you know, uh, five of them I've had since freshman. Okay, it was too bad we had a COVID year, but uh, um, Wilson, Wilson, uh, Connor, and, and Wade, and Andrews, and um, Merton, you know, those, and, and Haynes, you know, those guys all played as freshmen. Um, so they've got a lot of varsity experience. Um, and, and last year, you know, varsity experience with Smith. Smith came up on a varsity for me and plugged in at the, at the year end and 
Um, so that way I've got a lot of varsity experience. You know, those kids are, are great. And now another thing I kind of want to talk about, going back to Caden Smith a little bit, usually a hard hit ball up the middle that goes off the mound is a base hit nine times out of ten. That just didn't happen today. And it's not just Caden Smith. It's also Caden Andrews on the other side from second base. I believe Andrews was like all-state shortstop last year. Now he's second base. Those two up the middle, would you feel safe saying, I mean, maybe even doesn't matter the division, they might be two of the best in the state, the combo of those guys? Oh, those those guys work together so well. And, and, and you know, either one of them are, are so interchangeable at shortstop and, and second base. And I, I switch them off because, you know, they both enjoy playing, you know, both positions. But, um, yeah, it was their, their quality. Uh, Caden Andrews was a second-team All-Stater last year, and his stats have improved this year. Um, he should be an All-Stater in my book. Schmitty should be an All-Stater in my book. Yeah, I might be a little biased, but I, I got five kids that should you – know, I mean, we were ranked number one all year. So um, I've got five that would have a very good chance of being an All-State first team. Well, I'll, I'll say it again. I've started telling people last week, as of right now, average runs per game, you guys are the best offense in MHSA history. So having four or five, six guys all state, it's it's you guys are worthy of it without a doubt. Yeah, I, I, and it's happened before. You know, and Arch Orchard Lake St. Mary's has had that. And, and, you know, a couple other teams I look back in the history, they've had other guys first team all state, more than one or two or three, you know. So... I, I'm hoping that coaches see that, and uh, once they get a look at, uh, you know, Caden Smith, he doesn't have a whole lot of wins because I've always brought him in as a closer type pitcher, and and trying to build Wade's arm up a little bit. You know, Wade's got the starter, and he gets the win, and you know, even though Caden Smith may pitch more innings, um, you know, the starter gets the gets the win. So um, his stats, pitching wise, I think he's like. Five and five and all right now, and that usually doesn't get you a, a, a sniff at the all state selection. But yeah, you know, I haven't seen any kid in division four, division three, and division two that we've played this year go anywhere as close to what uh, Katie does. Yeah, he's been unbelievable, and then. Like I said, you think about it, the other problem your pitchers might have. You might be able to speak on this a little bit. Do they have? Does it count against them that you guys have so many three inning, four inning games in the regular season? So the innings pitch numbers just maybe aren't there. Well, yeah, and that's just it. You know, they they talked about that at the meeting last week. You know, well, geez, you know, uh, Martin's only got forty six innings and he's got ten wins with forty six innings. You know, we, we only played nine or eight full seven inning games this year. <laughs> And we were averaging uh, just a touch over four innings a game uh, for the year. And, and when, when you, know, you look at it, you're playing three inning games. We played nine three inning games um, where we scoring 20 and, you know, 18, 17 runs. So in the hit department and stuff, we're doing well in stats. But, you know, the, the pitching, you know, how many guys you face and, and how many innings did they pitch? It looks like, you know, hey, this kid didn't, you know, didn't qualify, but they, they certainly should. Yeah, and like I said, you can't really count that against him that they've got a great offense playing behind them. Well, yeah, that's in, you know, we're, we're so balanced this year. Um, like you said, I've got strong pitching. I, I pitched up to eight kids this year. So <laughs> it, I ate out of the 10 kids that I had. Kids that I had. Uh, at least one of them, maybe pitched at least one of the games or, or two games. So 
and I'm not going to pitch the, the quality, um, you know, like a Caden Smith to come in and throw 89 mile an hour against the team that, you know, were, you know, score 17 runs in the first inning or 19 runs in the first inning, yep. you know, so. And now you know, it, it, it worked against them. Yep. And now looking ahead, Whitmore Lake, they have put up 11. A three against Decatur, they had a great pitcher, though, I believe, and 11 against Litchfield, and so they've they put up some runs like you guys have in the playoffs. Do you know anything about them? Yeah, I know uh, my my son, Scott, had worked with those kids, four or five of them, uh, when he was down in the, the Highland area doing his baseball camp um, in baseball uh, association thing. Um, so he, he's the big kid that they've got, Zane, big lefty, uh, he throws 81, 82. Got a real good changeup, uh, real good pickoff move. Uh, the catcher's uh, pretty good. He's trained with Scott for a long time. So they, they've got four or five guys that are, are quality ball players, and um, it's a little surprising they've got that fire in my book. But, uh, you know, hey, they, they've stepped up, and, and they've won. And if they've been taught by a Pickens, they're going to be able to rake at the plate, right? <laughs> well, you know, they're, they, they're not known for scoring a whole lot of runs, but uh, they, they don't play in a real tough, tough conference, but, you know, who am I to say something? Our conference was down this year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's called winning when you need to win. So, um, you know, I, I thought we'd be facing Decatur. I really did because Decatur plays in a tough league and, and they're usually well coached. But Whitmore Lake jumped up and got them. So, yeah, that happens. All right, yep, and they played down at Kalamazoo College. You guys were at Dow. Kind of last question I'm going to ask you here. How did playing at Midland Dow maybe prepare some of these guys to go play at East Lansing who haven't been there before? Well, I tell you, it, it probably was a big favor um, being able to play at a big stadium like this because the Michigan State Stadium is, is big as also, but uh, maybe not at 430 in center field, but um, it, it's the atmosphere that was there. It's a, a big-time uh, pavilion type thing. And, you know, so now going to play at Michigan State, they've got that uh, out of their heads and, and go back to playing baseball. All right, Coach. Thursday, 2.30, the first pitch is scheduled for at MSU. We will be there for the call. Thanks so much for joining me, and hopefully uh, things are going well. We're talking again next Saturday. Well, Chris, I hope so, too. You seem to be a good luck charm for us, and, and we really appreciate the coverage that we're getting uh um, it's, it's been fantastic for the kids and, right. uh, you know, cause that's, that's what it's for. I right. appreciate it coach. Thanks so much. Thanks Chris. Thank you for listening to Fox sports show with Chris Bachman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of latitude media, our sponsors, affiliates, and my one Oh four three or buck 92 radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to my It's podcasting that matters.